everybody to the MGA MediaCast. My name is Straight Willie Dills. This is episode number 50, and of course, I am joined by El Presidente, John Lucky Kick Morley. John, what's up, buddy? It's been a while. I know. It's been, we haven't done this since episode 49. Since 49. It's a whole episode. It's been a whole one episode. That's the only way that people measure the distance between episodes, right? In units of one. Fuck that metric system, bro. (laughs) Measure by episode over here in the USA. That's right. Uh, It has been a long unit of time since the last one. But, of course, we were in the off season. uh, And uh, that is coming quickly to an end as the 2023 season is about to kick off into full swing for the SFMGA tomorrow, literally. And I know some other chapters have already had theirs, their first uh, exactly, but event. Like you said, it doesn't really kick off till SF gets going. True. Everybody knows. True. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of a new season, with every new season uh, comes along new medios. And in some, ta- some cases, some years, in fact, pretty much every year, some new chapters, and uh, we've got nine new chapters this year, John. Any uh, any standouts? Anybody you're really excited about? No, not a single one of them. <laughs> they all look terrible. Uh, I did see but... Chicago is back. I'm excited about that. I, yeah, I feel like we should go through them. Sure. Let's give them all a little, little rub, right? So we got Kansas City, Kansas. Kansas City, Kansas. Uh, not Missouri. Not Missouri, okay. That's yeah. that's I'm sure that's going to that's going to rile up Kansas City, Missouri. Right. I got it. Well, I got to believe uh, whatever Mahomes, brother's name is. I mm-hmm. think that guy's going to end up in that chapter for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Which should be good. He's got a lot of clout or whatever they call it. Uh, like he, he'd get a lot of PIP points uh-huh. in, uh, if he was on the PGA Tour, that sort of thing. So I'm actually looking up Missouri doesn't have a Kansas City, Missouri chapter. Um, and they are right across the river. They got a Springfield, Missouri, which I... Also knew. Oh, also knew. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kansas and Missouri coming in hot. Are they close enough to have a have a battle? Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, we got yeah. one new California chapter, Lake of the Pines. Where the hell is Lake of the Pines, California? <laughs> Not that far northeast of San Francisco, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Somewhere up there in the woods. I'm going to have to check um, this out. Then, yeah. I'm looking this up. Uh, Where is it? Where is it? Is it up by Sacramento? Farther than Sacramento? I don't I don't think it's that far. Okay. It's in the... In the pines. Okay, in the pines, the, by the lake in the pines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you've, if you've hit the stream, you've gone too you've far. You've gone too far. you got to go back to the lake. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Chicago, is this anybody, uh, what was it, Westby? Was that who it was? That, that's who it was yeah. way back in the day. Uh, Wu-Tang. No, the new leader is not associated with the old crew. Okay. So Chicago is back after many years dormant. Um, see what this guy can do with it. Now, the funny thing is, I, I think it was the day that I put this, reactivated this page, Westby actually sent me a chapter application. He's back in Chicago. He was thinking about getting it, getting it going again. And uh, 
he was also happy to find out that someone else was going to do it and he could just show up as a player. Nice. So yeah, that's, that's what we're going with. Uh, yeah. I would expect that some of those players would, would, you know, be pretty stoked to see this back. Um, I'm looking now, I'm curious about this. This is a little insider MGA, but what happens with their chapter page? Do you create a brand new Chicago chapter page or does that person have to then kind of take over the existing one? I give them the option because ah, it will okay. have all the old stats. Yeah. Um, we, if we reactivate the old one, I, I prefer to do it that way. Um, so I kind of recommend yeah, that, but if that they don't yeah. do that, can, we can do a whole new one, but I, I like to preserve our history. Sure, the legacy. The legacy. Of yeah. Medios who came before us. You got to honor them, right? Uh, Marysville, yeah. Ohio. Apparently, Ohio has not had enough MGA chapters. Needs another one. Marysville. Where is it's Marysville? Insane. Just uh, north north of Columbus. Okay. So, so this Col- was this was one of those where they reach out and you look at it on a map and it's like, hey, you're kind of close to an established chapter, but Columbus knew about it, um, and it's far enough away that that everybody was cool with another one popping up. So yeah, I, I don't know how many Ohio chapters we're up to now, but they are very close. It's still a hotbed. Yeah. Uh, you know, they decide a lot of our, uh, our elections and they decide a lot of our MGA world championships at this point, maybe. Okay. I see nine chapters out of Ohio right now. And, uh, Ohio is not a huge state. Let me just say that. Not like it's a small Nobody state. How big it actually is. But you know we live in California, and uh, big old they, state. They got nine, dude. That's pretty crazy. Although California does boast uh, sixteen, so you know. Wow. Okay. Uh, we also got Savannah, <laughs> Georgia, joining us. Um, that's exciting. Savannah's a that's that's a it's a famous town. That's a cool town. Um, and actually, I think they may have had a chapter before that never really got off the ground. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, I have high hopes for, for this new one. And, and uh, Savannah, definitely not close enough to Atlanta for, so this is basically like, uh, you know, uh, a, a clear, easy choice here. Let's get, let's get Savannah in. Uh, yeah. then we also have Hay river, from the northern territories. Yes. Okay. But I need to know what sorry, the hell this means. I, you're not special anymore because there's <laughs> there's another chapter on the other side of the lake from you that okay. also does super weird golf, and now they have a chapter too. So if uh, if those two want to ferry over one side to the other, they can have a little battle up there sometime mid-July when it thaws out. They're literally across the lake from each other. The great slave lake. I have no idea how big that lake is. It looks fairly large. Um, Like, I mean, it's a great lake. Uh, I would say that, you know, uh, better than a mediocre lake, probably. So, um, but, you know, mediocre guys on either side. That's I love it. I love it. This is great. A little rivalry could happen now up there. Uh, we also have Little Rock, Arkansas joining us, uh, former and home is... of uh, uh, President Bill Clinton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that is going to be run by uh, one of the famous Fort Collins or Northern Colorado medios who um, who 
made an appearance back when we used to do videos at the world championship. He made some, some fine appearances in the, um, the award ceremony where he was struggling to stand up <laughs> best, best known for struggling to stand best up. Best known for struggling. Yeah. Also by very first Arkansas chapter. So congratulations. Trailblazing. Yeah. Uh, we've got yeah. uh fair hope. Is that fair hope? Was that Alabama? I think so. Is that abbreviation, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Fairhope, Alabama, Alabama, near Mobile, Alabama, which I, I'm surprised that, uh, or Mobile, I don't know how, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, like, it's funny that Fairhope came along before Mobile, but uh, there you go. They're very close to each other. Yeah, close to the Mississippi Gulf chapter as well. Close enough that I reached out to them and made sure they didn't feel stepped upon but he was all for it he's like nah this is great we'll have a regional uh championship of some sort there you and go. actually i'm looking at the map like this is next closest to tallahassee now true uh so who knows maybe tallahassee can go both ways and play the well they could they could Florida meet championships up and, yeah they could meet up in mobile or or Fairhope. i mean uh and uh, that could be, you know, the middle ground between those three chapters, uh, and they could have some some fun events going on there. That's yeah, it is exciting to add more chapters in regions where, you know, there's already a few, but there's a, a little gap in between a couple. So that's nice, good to see. Uh, and yeah. another another new state added to the union with yeah. Alabama, uh, and then we got the as pre pre mentioned the Springfield, Missouri chapter, and. Uh, that is, let me see, is that the only, that's the only Missouri chapter. Okay, so a lot of brand new states being added this season. That's great. Nice. Uh, and then, now you, you did mention that you, you do like to check in with close by chapters. Anybody listening who is thinking about, you know, one day starting their own chapter, what, what are kind of the, the ground rules for that? Like, what are you looking for when you allow somebody to create a brand new MJ chapter? I mean, you know, first thing is look and see if there's a chapter in your area, right? And if there is, at least address that when you put in the application, like, hey, I want to start a chapter in Dallas. Someone someone reached out from, from Dallas. I'm like, oh, there's really? two chapters. <laughs> You're there's like, hey, chapters. I've got some news for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, he, he, he came back with some, some story about uh, why he still wanted to do his own thing, but it just, it, there's too many. I mean, he showed me where he was and he also, he did, did me a favor and mapped out all the other events from North Dallas and DFW mm-hmm. and they were all around him. So I still didn't really get what he was trying to do. Sure. But, uh, but you know, for, for this year, I, I pushed him like, Hey, just join up with one of the other chapters, see if the vibe checks out. And if, if it's still not working, you know, we can talk to them and see if they're cool with, with having a third chapter yeah. in Dallas. It is a big, it's area. a big area for sure. Yeah. But, but that's, uh, you know, that's still a little crazy in my opinion, but you know, there you go. I, I would say too, like I could see maybe somebody thinking, well, I have enough guys. I have a big enough group that I don't want to, you know, come in and make an already fairly big group, like untenable basically. True. Right. Right. That, that's, that's like a, Oakland and San Francisco, you know, um, and that's a fair argument. I mean, yeah, that's, that's worth talking about. Right. Um, 
And I think for me, the other thing is, especially if the chapter in the town hasn't yet hit the magic number of 45 members, which is really the ideal chapter size, unless you're in Cleveland, obviously. Sure. Yeah. And add 100 to that number. But, uh, but no, if, if a chapter is still struggling to get up to that 45 number, no way do they need crosstown competition, right? Sure. But like, that's, like you were saying, that's what happened with San Francisco and Oakland. We got up to 90 members where it was, you know, you're waiting two and a half hours at the end of the tournament for people to finish. And it just didn't, it just didn't work. And Oakland wanted to do their own thing. And it's been great because we love the cross Bay cup and the, the, you know, the vibes of the two chapters are slightly different. We definitely still like each other. We all get along, but it's just slightly different vibe. And I think that's fun having that nearby. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it really did start to feel unmanageable and uh now it just it feels perfect i wouldn't want it any other way so there you go congratulations to these nine new chapters welcome to the mga looking forward to seeing uh some of these new faces at the mga world championships this year and uh just really really nice to see the mga continue to grow at a pace that i think we can all agree is nice (laughs) you know it's a nice pace it's a nice pace yeah we're we're waiting on uh one more trophy pack order to come in he's trying to do it right now but he's technologically challenged mm. a little bit but he's on his taught phone me. trying to figure out how to enter an yeah. at symbol and he can't <laughs> but once he figures it out that puts us at 90 chapters this year which i'm pretty sure is the biggest the mg has ever wow been. that's awesome that's awesome well i'd love to see all 90 represented this year at the world championships and Hell speaking yeah. of uh, being represented at the World Championships, they will also be able to play with some differing rules this year, which actually came into play a little bit last season um, and kind of, I think, forced our hand to deal with a little bit of a, a problem that comes with being an organization that's been around for the amount of time we have. Um, and that's the, that we're aging a little bit, John. I don't know if you've noticed. Some people are, not me. <laughs> no, that's true. You look exactly the same as the day I met you, basically. I don't, it just I depends don't know on how that. you're doing your I, facial hair that week. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I just had to renew my passport and saw my picture from 10 years ago. I'm like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> I definitely have noticed myself aging quite a bit. Although I will say, you know, the age of 43 on me doesn't look the way I thought 43 looked when I was, say, like 15. I thought 43 right. was, you know, right. I thought skinny jeans were out of the question when you're 43, but now apparently, no, that's, I, I can still do that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I think I can still do it, uh, sure. but because some, you know, me and John being, uh, you know, in our, our early to mid forties now, there was guys older than us when we started. And those guys now are getting to the age where the senior tees are, have started to call like a siren from the sea whoa 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 hey <laughs> senior the forward tees. sorry the forward what tees. Is wrong yes. with you, dude? you are fucking insensitive <laughs> i know i'm really being ageist right now i, I, yeah. I shouldn't do that uh do we, yeah. should we let's let's start with the slope rule though just because that's a quick one i think we can get that out of the way and then we can really oh, spend okay. some time jumping rules here hacking into the uh the forward tees rule so yeah so we got some new rules Two new rules specifically coming in this this year. Uh, First one, uh, slope. If you're using a rangefinder, the slope help is now legal. 
Uh, now, for those who don't know what the hell that means, what the hell does that mean, John? That means when you press that little magic button mm -hmm. and it gives you the actual yardage and the adjusted yardage, you are now allowed to look at that adjusted yardage. Sure. Which nobody knew this was illegal. Not, none <laughs> of you guys who have one of those knew that was illegal, but it was. Yeah. Uh, and then also apps can do it now, too. And that's the real reason. Like pretty much anybody can download an app cheaply that can do that. And there's no way to police people. So yeah. why fight it? It's allowed for everybody. It's not going to make a fucking difference for you in your game, but it's allowed now. No, I mean, I, I've always just been the kind of, okay, it looks uphill uh, at a club. It looks yeah. a little downhill, take off a club type guy. Uh, I guess there's science behind that, that, you know, I could really dial in if I need to. But again, you know, my five iron has a range of about 25 yards that it can go. Um, so, you know. For me, not a big deal. But for some guys out there, you know, I'm sure they're going to be happy to know that uh, they don't have to hide it anymore that they're using yeah, it. Exactly. Um, I I think only on like the par threes that are elevated 150 feet or something is it is it really useful? But sure. Um. So yeah, have at it. Fellas. There you go, boys. Have at it. I, yeah. I will say, like I I'm a proponent, and I think you know you have been too that. There are rules that are designed essentially for like PGA tour where you've got a gallery, you've got caddies, you got all sorts of things that are different from the average golfer going out into the field and playing by themselves or with their buddies. Right. So mm -hmm. it's kind of silly sometimes to be uh super stringent about stuff like that. Like, you know, it's true. Yeah. Like, like I remember the first time somebody told me I was testing the sand because I took the rake with me into the bunker. And I was like, dude, <laughs> you want me to walk into the bunker, then walk out of the bunker, go get the rake, then walk back into the bunker? Like, no, I'm sorry. I'm not doing that. Put in the bunker. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm walking into the bunker with this rake, and then that way I can keep it at the pace of play. Um, but yeah, th these are the types of things where it's like some things just are silly. We'll address them as they come up when we realize they're silly. This next one, though, I would not categorize as silly. I think this is something that uh, we had to be a little careful about. And the care was taken. And we have a lot of kind of caveats and ways to make sure that this is implemented in the right way. And as you mentioned, the forward tees. The forward tees. Forward so, tees. Nothing to do with age at all. The forward, well, something to do with age. But something <laughs> we'll get to that. But, but speaking of you know, the care that was taken. I just want everyone to know that we do, we did put a lot of thought into it and made the rare move of actually taking it to the chapter leader group on Facebook and the asking streets. their opinion, yeah. hit the streets. Don't usually do that, but you know, I know the chapters are all have different, different types of groups out there, different uh, ages and whatnot. So I wanted to see what what people were doing in their chapter and real world experience. Cause in our chapter, we don't have anybody, uh, who's over. Yeah. Nobody's clamoring for 60, this rule right I don't now think. in the SFMGA. So, but so it really, yeah, it hasn't been a thing for us, but I, I wanted to see what other people were dealing with it and just get something on the books for this year. We'll see how it goes. And you know, if it needs to be adjusted in the future, it, it can be, but I feel pretty good about what we came up with here. I do too. I, after reading through everything and then what's kind of become the official amended rule at this point, 
it, it all makes sense to me. And going through the chapter uh, leaders Facebook group and reading their responses, there, there wasn't a lot of pushback or anything like that. It was mostly just people trying to clarify certain details and stuff. And it, and it seems like everybody was heard. And uh, what we've come up with is very close. Like there's nobody that's like way wildly out there that thinks that this is not the way. So pretty happy with how this is, this is going to be it. And I, I will say it's better to address it now when there's only a few people who need it rather than like, just say, nah, yeah. screw it. And then, you know, at some point it's like a damn breaking. Um, and, you know, we got like six hour tournaments everywhere because everyone's trying to play from the whites when we're all in our seventies, which, you know, it'll happen one day, John. Oh, it's going to happen. Yep. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the rule. Um, let's go through it like kind of step by step here. The first part is the, there's kind of a cap to this. There's, uh, there's, there's a, there's a breaking point where you will not be allowed no matter what play from the forward tees and explain that a little bit yeah so anyone with a handicap of 20.9 or better from the field tees so obviously the field tees being where everyone else is playing whatever mm. color those may be uh cannot move forward because you're still mediocre from those tees right like sure. You're just not you're, not, you're not struggling enough yes. to unlock those forward tees. Cause we're not trying to, the, the whole point of this is, is not to be like, Oh, I made it to this magic age. Now I get this, this advantage, right? Mm-hmm. Cause we don't help out bad golfers. We, no. we penalize good golfers yes. and mediocre golfers need to practice and, and get better. And if you're, if you're a 21, or, or sorry, 20.9 or better from the field tees, you're still in that that conversation of being able to make it to a 19 or 18 handicap, which we've seen can win tournaments. So totally. that's, you know, that's the line in the sand that we've chosen to go with and we'll see how it works out this first it's season. A, I think it's a good starting place and it's a knob that can be adjusted as need be. Uh, but you do see, you know, the champions tour, right? And in, uh, in professional golf the guy who just turns 50 just dominates every single year right it's right right. whoever the new guy is is gonna win like half the tournaments um so you know there it it isn't some magical thing you turn 65 suddenly all my drivers are going you know 50 yards shorter right that's not how that works so we kind of have to have that adjusted to make sure that it's people who do need the help that are getting the help Yep. Uh, so uh, if your handicap is 21 or higher, uh, then you can elect to move to the forward tees if you're over 65, and it must happen before the start of a new season. Yep. Yeah. No. No moving in the middle of the season. It's it's going to be if you're 65 before the start of the new season, and your handicap's 21 or higher, you can move up one set of tees. I mean, this makes sense because if you've already played a few, you know, tournaments, it doesn't make sense to then suddenly have to like readjust handicaps, move you forward, change everything up. And then what, you're just going to catch fire at the end of the year or something like that. Like it's just, yeah, it, it feels like this is much better to have it kind of full reset, full restart at the beginning of each season if you're going to make this move. Um, and that's, yeah, that's the other thing, you know, we were going for with these rules is just to keep them as simple to implement 
as well. Like we don't need to add another layer of confusion or, or difficulty for chapter leaders. They've got enough issues mm-hmm. keeping up with uh, the feral cats they're trying to herd. So yeah. this just keeps things real simple, clean. There's a number, there's a time, and that's that's all it takes. So we'll also uh, have a caveat here that if you do move up to the forward tees and then you happen to win the money list, well, guess what? Clearly, you can play with the field. So uh, that will mean that the next season, you have the honor and privilege of moving back to the field tees. And I think you should take it as an honor and privilege. Exactly. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is similar to uh, you win a tournament, you play from one set back the next tournament. It all just makes sense. We're trying to make sure that uh, we have a variety of winners year after year and, uh, you know, don't get uh, people just dominating in their chapters. Yeah, you know. I mean, well, especially if, if someone wins it from the forward tees, like, okay, those were an advantage for them, probably. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like, not not guaranteed, but but probably. I, I think it's very, very unlikely to happen now that we have this uh, 20.9 or better sure. um, rule. Um, we're not going to have people moving up who had penalty strokes from the field tees, which had happened before. And that that for ah. sure puts them in a position where they've got an advantage. So I do remember in, at the World Championships last year, a few people coming up to me and complaining about guys who were playing from the senior tees already in their chapters. And that I think this is why this all needs to be clarified because it was already starting to happen, right? So <laughs> That was, that, that's, you know, there were, it wasn't a lot of people. But no, there it wasn't was like an epidemic. But, you know. That made it, made it feel necessary to take care of it right now. Yeah, yeah. Snip it in the bud. Uh, if you do move yeah. forward to the forward tees, that means one set of tees up. So, uh, you know, whatever your chapter's playing from, whatever your chapter leader has decided that the field will play from, you're moving one set forward. So that doesn't mean that you're moving up to whatever they call the senior tees, if that's multiple tees forward, basically. Uh, exactly. One set forward. That's, again, just for the sake of keeping it simple, uh, because, you know, some courses have like six sets of tees, which yeah. is just wild, but they do. So this keeps it very simple. And also it's going to prepare anyone who plays the forward tees for what they're going to experience the worlds, because we will still have those tees. But just like last year, they're only one set up. It's yeah. not it's not a huge advantage. So, uh, you know, you'll be used to it from playing that way in your home chapter. Uh, now there's another, there's a little caveat here that chapters may file for an exemption with El Presidente. If 50% of your chapter holds an AARP card or an AOL email address, medias whose average score is higher than their average driver distance might qualify for exemption as well. Now you're basically just allowing for a little wiggle room for a chapter leader who comes to you and says, look, this guy just needs it. We just kind of need it. That's basically what's going on here, right? Exactly. Yeah. Cause I've, that was, and that's, that came from talking to chapter leaders in the private group. Like one of them is like, listen, I got a guy who shoots 170 every round. Yeah. Like Can we it's help going to make his rounds marginally more tolerable yeah. if we put him up at one set of tees. So, you know, something like that. Um, and then there's, uh, chapters, uh, that have guys in their seventies and eighties that mm-hmm. were, we're doing sort of a local local rule sort of thing, which which sounded reasonable. Um, so 
yeah, chapter leaders are, are welcome to, to reach out and, and talk about it with us if, if they feel like they need to, to stray from these rules. But I, I feel like for the most part, it's going to be easiest for them to just point at the rule book and say, that's, there you go. that's how we do it. And speaking um, of the, uh, yeah, number six here, chapter leaders are also within their rights to say, sorry, them's the rules. Uh, and if you don't like them, you are welcome to get a full refund of your membership and not play in the MGA anymore. If you really, really feel uh, that you should be playing from the forward tees and we're not allowing you based on these, hand, uh, these you know, regulations, um, these qualifications, then, you know, that that's your right as well. But, uh, you know, we do need to have something kind of in place. And especially when. The world championships come around. It needs to be something that we can reference and we can say, okay, this guy plays from the forward tees. He's fully qualified to do so. And there's no questions. We don't have to worry about it. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's all there. It's all in black and white, but I do like the fact that we give autonomy to our chapter leaders a little bit to still be able to run their chapters as they see fit. Uh, I think that's important in the MGA, of course, but uh, at the end of the day, if you're coming to the world championships, there's gotta be rules that everybody knows everybody can follow. Yep. All right. So if people do have questions, John, about this, uh, they could just go read it on the site. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, it. I don't see what else you can have any questions about. But, yeah, just go ahead and check out MGATour.com. It's right now the current uh, top featured news uh, article, and it's got everything laid out in black and white for you. So it, it I encourage it, you to go it, ahead and just read through it yourself. Yeah, I, I haven't copied it over to the, the rule book yet um, just because I haven't gotten around to it. So it is just in the news story for now, but these are official. So uh, I'll, I'll get them in the rule book very soon. By the way, I, I am surprised at how many people um, do read that rule book, by the way. Uh, yeah. Like a lot of people like last MJ World Championship were coming to me and they were like, oh, yeah, it's a section, you know, whatever. It says exactly this. I'm like, holy crap, you know, like, good for you, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, that's another it's a useful tool out there for everybody. So I encourage everybody to uh, go check that out. It's it's right there. MGATour.com. All the information you'd ever need to play in the MGA is all found there. Uh, and uh, one more thing before we we call it an episode here. I want to I want to give a shout out to the uh, champ and his champs directive that he wants to go chimp free in 23. So oh, yeah. um, anybody out there who still is using the monkey picture for your, uh, for your user profile picture, it's enough, man. It's enough. You know, it's 2023. We all know how to use a computer. Let's, let's get, let's find a Facebook picture, a MySpace picture, anything an Instagram picture, and let's replace that chimp with a with a nice picture of you. Or get creative. Do something fun with it, you know? But uh, enough with the chimps already, all right? I agree with the champ. I'm for it. Yeah. Yep. And I, I like the fact that our champ, is, you know, has a has a directive, like something that he really, you know, a cause he really believes in. I think, you know, he's yeah. setting a precedent for future champs with that one. Yeah, All right, John, anything else you want to add before we call it an episode? Uh, no. No. All right. So everybody go out to your uh, – oh, I actually do have something to add. Uh, okay. If you are signed up in a chapter this season, one thing that really helps your chapter leaders is that you don't wait until the last minute to sign up for tournaments that you intend to play. 
Um, I generally go onto the schedule page on my chapter and I just sign up for every single one that I know I can make. And then if something comes up, I go and I remove myself, right? But at least if you do that, your chapter leader kind of has an idea of how many people are tending to come to each one of these events. Uh, that way they don't have, you know, six people signed up and then three days before the event, suddenly there's 20 guys, right? Uh, so I encourage you guys help your chapter leaders out and, uh, go ahead and just make sure you know what all the dates are. If your chapter leader's on top of it, he probably has all eight events already in the, the, uh, schedule. And, uh, you know, I encourage you to go and sign up for the ones you know you're going to be at. It really does help. It helps chapter leaders I know I, from experience. I agree with that completely. But I don't want to gloss over the point you also made in there where once you know you can't make it anymore, mm. make sure you unregister yourself yes. because uh, we don't want to pay for more people than are actually going to show up. But I do agree, like the, the sooner you can register, if you know you're going to make it, the better. Um, and then also on that point, the, the Dallas guy uh, who was looking to start up another Dallas chapter, he's like, well, North Dallas only has... Um, four tournaments planned and i'm like yeah but they'll have they'll run all eight they only yeah. have four up right now so um so you know some just i guess for information's sake like sometimes the chapters don't get all the tournaments up at once so make sure you check back every once in a while yes uh, and you know as, so as soon as they have them booked they'll get them up on the site but you you can you can plan on a healthy chapter is going to run all eight events. They, yeah. Like the thing is there's many reasons why those events might not be there. Like they don't know exactly what date. They don't know what course, these types of things. It's hard for a chapter leader to book these things. Uh, if anybody out there has never tried it, uh, it can be very oh, yeah, difficult no. trying to book a, you know, 20 person event and make sure that, you know, everything goes off without a hitch. So give your chapter leader a little leeway, but yeah, most of the time, once they have everything locked in, then they should have it up and you should know. All right. Cool. There Good we go. PSA. I think we I think we succinctly and clearly explain these rules and I am looking forward to somebody bitching and moaning about it this year <laughs> at some point. <laughs> uh but hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully everything goes off smoothly and I think it will. I, I actually do think it will. Uh by the way, I mentioned mgatour.com, number one place to keep up the MGA, mgawc.com for all things world championship. Uh, obviously that's still a ways away, but you know, just so you know, youtube.com Slash the real MGA. You can find Mediocre Golf on Twitter and on Instagram under Mediocre Golf Association. My name's Straight Willie Dills. That's John Lucky Kick Morley, and we will see you guys for the next episode of MGA.